The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Hello everyone, we're back in the Daily Witness studio and with me today is special guest all the way from the exact same city, <laughs> Andrew Byron from Fearon. Andy, welcome. Thank you. Andrew is also a contributing writer to the Daily Witness newspaper. That's our core function in this ministry. God gave us a word, said, start a gospel newspaper and uh, tell people about the good news. And um, Andrew, how is it you sought out the wisdom of God? This is what this whole series is about. It is. And you were digging out the wisdom of God and and the word of the Lord came out of your spirit and it flung out your mouth. That's the best way I can describe it. And yeah. what did he say? He said, I'm a writer. This is how I'm a minister. Yeah. Well, the, th- the thing is, like for years, I knew it was ministry. Yeah. But I didn't know where I fit in. And uh, I'd have prayed out myself, you know. No yeah. one can get the wisdom for you. Yeah. And that's what I did. Um, I just, uh, I love the wisdom of God. And that's what this whole series is about, you know. The wisdom of prosperity. And uh, on the law, on the last podcast, I was going to say on the Lord, <laughs> um, on the last podcast, uh, you ended off like this and you said, poverty is dangerous. Very. So before we go into that, let's just jump into a word of prayer. Okay. Then we go, we go on from there. Lord, thank you for this amazing day. And thank you that you are here with your children and you're going to have your way and your word is going to go forth and it's going to prosper, not get into poverty. It's going to prosper in the thing where to you send it and it will not return void. It will not return void. And um, I thank you just for using us today. And uh, you're always here. We never have to beg you to be here. We never have to beg you to talk. You're always ready. You're always, you are the one reaching out to get hold of everyone's attention. And you want to develop their faith and take them to the next level. And um, Lord, you know, these mics are yours. And this broadcasting time is yours. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so you said poverty is dangerous. It really is. Let's go from there. What do you have to say about that? Well, um, you know, we don't just make statements. Yeah. We base our entire lives on the word. And uh, the Lord gave me a scripture uh, to fit that, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, this is in Proverbs chapter 10, and this is verse 15. And it says, the destruction of the poor is their poverty. The destruction of the poor is... Is their poverty now? Let's just let's just recap momentarily from the first broadcast, where we we focused on how in the in the Garden of Eden God has called Satan in in the form of a serpent the most subtle, yes, of all the beasts in the field. In the Book of Revelation, he's also called the Great Deceiver. And subtle deceiver, 
they all mean the same thing. Elusive. Yes. Hard to catch. And um, as, I, as I've said before, I heard one, uh, one preacher say this. Satan wants you to believe that he doesn't exist. Yeah. That he's out the picture. So you don't know there's an enemy there. Yeah. And um, he's always attacking the message of prosperity. And he makes sure, and the world just follows him. They just follow him. And he takes the spotlight off certain areas where the spotlight needs to shine. Yes. And so that's what we're doing. We're exposing that now. They they always saying uh, God doesn't want you rich, and they you know they go on about all that stuff. But the Bible is crystal clear on that topic. And there you said it. Just read that scripture again. Okay, it says uh, the destruction of the poor is their poverty, not the wealth, no, not the money, no, not the prosperity, nope, the, the poverty, the poverty, is the destruction. And uh, the word destruction that's. That's pretty big. Yeah, let's look at the root word, destroy. Yeah. Destroy. Which means, um, in a nutshell, you can't um, put it back together. Yeah. It's just, when something's annihilated, it's, it's finished. Um, let's just look at another verse of scripture as well. Um, and then I just want to touch up on that, because that's really good. Um, over here in the book of Proverbs, chapter 19, verse 4, it says, the poor, um, well, I'll read the whole verse. I don't really want to, but I'll have to now. It says from the, the NIV, wealth attracts many friends. But even the closest friend of the poor person deserts them. Wow. The New Living Translation says, wealth makes many friends. Poverty Drives them all away. Hmm. And um, I just uh, want to read it as well from uh, the Amplified. It says, wealth makes many friends, but the poor man is avoided hmm. by his neighbor. Wow. So, you know, here's the, and, and here's the, to take, to take, um, people's attention, take people's focus off of prosperity, off of success. The world has introduced a term called middle class. Yes. They brought that out. Middle class. And um, I never really thought of that one day until God got my attention on it. And he asked me, he actually made this statement. He said, did you know that the term middle class is not in the Bible? Sure. And... I was like, wow, I never saw it that way. The Bible is crystal clear. There's a there's a definite line. There's only rich and yes. there's only poor. Yes. That is it. There is no middle class. The world creates middle class. Well, we know who's behind that. Yeah. It's to get your attention once again. It's very, very, very deceptive. Very, very subtle. Mm. He wants the attention off of the prosperity once again. It's okay for you to be middle class or, you know, yeah. that's how he controls them. Mm. But it's always that sorrow, you know, feel feel sorry for the poor. And then there's that boundary line again, and it doesn't go beyond that. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we could have given this to the poor. Mm. You know, you could have, you know, it's, it's as if we're doing our part and you can give to the poor. But at the same time, there's that idea, don't be rich. So if you're not supposed to be rich, then you've got no choice. You're now poor. Exactly. So what's going on here? And are you supposed to like help the poor if you just didn't buy? Exactly. Let's uh, look at poverty in neighborhoods around the world. Mm. What is always associated in poor areas? Definitely crime. Yeah, there you go. I remember um, quite a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, it was um, one of our friends and yourself and I. Yeah. And um, he wanted to take us through this one area. Yeah. And I, I don't remember why. And it, it was a rundown area. Mm. I, I really don't, don't remember why he wanted to take I us there. I remember, yeah. <laughs> and driving through there, I actually felt so depressed coming out of it. Yeah. I felt depressed being there. Yeah. You know, and uh, I couldn't wait to get home and open the Bible and just get into Word. Yeah. And imagine people living there. They see that every day. Every day. That's the only life that they know. Yeah. Um, There's areas in this city. I'm not going to mention names. Um, There are areas in this city. Very, very poor areas. Yes. That at a certain time of the day. People start shutting their windows and their doors because it's it's like the Wild West. Yeah. It's just they just open up with gunfire. Now, let me ask you this. Do you see that take place in Mill Park? No, definitely not. No, Mill Park is a prosperous area. Yes. You pay a lot of money for uh, your rates and your taxes in that area. Very, very clean. Very clean. No violence. No. Yes, there's crime all over. Yes, yeah. we get that. We, we, we're not disputing that. We're not saying uh, Mill Park and Linkside and those places are crime-free. But you don't, have to, you don't have to get your babies in at night. Yeah. You're about 5 o'clock. And little kids get gunned down. Yeah. It's sad. So how is it that... The world is okay with poverty. They're okay with it, but they're attacking the prosperity message. The people that are living in good neighborhoods, prosperous neighborhoods, where there's no gun violence and Mm. drugs and prostitution taking place, that is bad. You're not supposed to have that. That kind of stuff drives you away from the Lord. <laughs> How does that make sense? Oh, that's, that's twisted. Um, I'm going to read another scripture. I just love this, this, is, this is how God talks about poverty. Check this out. He says in, in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 10, Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that travels and your want as an armed man. As an armed man. That's, um, you're not feeling safe right there. No. Uh, let's check this out from other translations. Oh, bump the mic. I do apologize, people. 
And I just want to read the scripture again. Uh-huh. I, I want I want people to really get the revelation of it. That uh, once again, uh, Proverbs ten verse fifteen, the destruction of the poor yeah. is their poverty. Yeah, the the destruction, the total destruction. And you know, poverty like rips families apart. Yeah, how many marriages um, ended in divorce because of poverty? Well. Uh, Here's different translations of that verse. Poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. New Living Translation. Poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Now, you tell me, how is it that people are attacking the prosperity message Mm. When that's the love of God. Exactly. It was God in the Garden of Eden that introduced Adam and Eve to gold and delium and the onyx stone, all these all these beautiful things. Mm. Do you see gold and delium and onyx stone in these poverty rundown no, areas? Definitely not. No. And, you know, uh, the love of God told uh, Adam and Eve to take that blessing all around the world. Yeah. He didn't say take that curse. No. Just bring the poverty wherever you go. It was bring the blessing. Andrew, poverty is a burden. It is. It is a burden. It's a curse. Um, I just want to read from, uh, show you now, Deuteronomy 28, 29. Okay. Deuteronomy 28, 29. This, we, you know, you, gotta, you, you can't just come and preach and, and attack messages and so forth. If you want to get your if you want to get your pre, your uh, point across, you've got to have some backup, and your backup has got to be the word. Now, in Deuteronomy twenty-eight, it's, it starts off talking about the blessing, and then it goes over into the curse. Yeah. And um, in the curse, he says, "You will grope at noonday as the blind gropes in darkness." This is a curse. This is what God is calling a curse. Watch this. And thou shalt not prosper in thy ways. Mm. Right there. End of story. Very, very straightforward. Yeah. Like there's no uh, gray areas there. You will not prosper in your ways. God calls that a curse. Yeah. Uh, Poverty coming on someone like an armed bandit. Mm. That is not a blessing in disguise. (laughs) No, definitely not. Um. The the poor having his his only friend desert him, mm. or like the amplified says, avoid him. Even his neighbor avoids him. That's not that's not a nice feeling. Mm. And then they got to they got to um, live on handouts. Yeah, I mean that just that just takes away your honor. That just takes away you know um, your respect and so forth. Exactly. And like at the end of the day, like why do people steal? Why do people commit murder? Because they're trying to get things that they don't have. Now, um, you know, for example, like a a thief knows if he doesn't steal, he's not going to eat. Yeah. So he breaks into people's houses. And if anything happens, he's going to kill them. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's that's not a blessing. Yeah. That is not a blessing. You see these these neighborhoods, the walls are just torn apart Mm. and the paint is coming off and there's always dirt and filth. Yes. 
Um, and you'll always see prostitution start showing its ugly head in those areas. Exactly. And um, I don't see I don't see prostitutes walking around in Mole Park on, on Linkside. Do you? No. I wonder why is that? <laughs> <laughs> because um, poverty is an inward condition. It is. And what people don't understand about that is uh, poverty is simply financial death. It is. You can say it this way just to help your thinking. Poverty is financial separation from the life of God. Mm. You take God. God is the source of life. It's exactly. why we exactly. live. It's why we breathe. It's because He is the source of life. If God, all of a sudden, hypothetically speaking, had to cease to exist, everyone on planet Earth would just drop down dead. The, the planet would just fold up everything. The yeah, oxygen would that. just, everything would just disappear. He is that source of life. Yes. He is the reason why this earth is spinning. He's the reason. Yeah. He's the reason why the earth is not crashed into the sun. And poverty comes from the inside. So like you were just saying, the, um, how does it go again? Uh, let me see here. Verse 15. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. Destruction. Mm. Root word destroy of the poor mm. is their poverty, is their poverty. Yes. It's their poverty, not a lack of money. Yeah. It's an inward condition. There's, there's a lot of people with that come into money, um, like inheritances yeah. or, um, you know, they, they play the lotto or something. Yeah. And because they're poor on the inside. Yeah. They can't that, keep it. Exactly. It just, they, they squander it. Yeah. Now, they, there's no way they can keep that kind of money. Um, they're poor on the inside. It's the way they think. And a good example of this, uh, when someone falls sick, mm. they don't fall sick on the outside first. No. Something starts happening on the inside of them, and it eventually affects the outside where people can see, hey, wait a minute, this, yeah. that, that person's sick. Yeah. And it, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. And you can... Um, <sighs> That's why, Andrew, Jesus, this takes us right back to our text. Jesus came to sort that problem out. Poverty is a curse. It is. It's financial it is. death. It's a burden. It's a weight. You can talk to poor people and ask them how much they're enjoying poverty. Mm. I tell you what, they'll all sing the same national anthem. <laughs> they want to get out of it. You don't see a happy poor person. No. Um, poor people don't want uh, a handout. They don't want to live on a handout all their life. Exactly. That's that's not the. And, and you know, there's a lot of poor people say, "If I just had enough money, if I mm, just had enough money." Yeah. I know. I know of poor people. I know of poor people that when they get just a little bit of money, they make all the wrong decisions with it. Exactly. Because it's not about the money. You no. can give them a small amount. You can give them a, a medium amount of money. You can give them a large amount of money. They're going to do the same thing as they would with 50 rand. Exactly. And what they do with 200,000 rand with what they do with a million rand. They exactly. just blow it all. The, the poverty is like a gaping hole. Mm. It's an endless pit. And like I said, governments around the world, I mean, first class governments. Yeah. First world countries have been pumping millions and millions of dollars, not rands, yep. dollars, millions of it. And the poverty just got bigger. Exactly. That's all. 
because it gets into the wrong hands and then there's corruption and there's theft and it just yeah. goes on and on. It's an endless pit. It is. And like I say, money cannot fix that up. No. It cannot make poverty go away because people think poverty and prosperity is primarily linked to money, mm. but it's mm. not. Um, prosperity, a good definition of prosperity just simply means you succeed in reaching. You reach your goal. Yeah. And poverty, poverty simply means you don't make it. Mm. You don't make it all the way. You come short. And that's that, um, that's that separation from the life of God. Exactly. You bring God into it. He's so rich in life. In the, in the Greek, it's called zoe. Mm. It's just overflowing life. It's so overflowing that when you step into heaven, uh, God uses gold as a street. And he uses a whole pull for a gate. It's not laid in. It's not rolled over in pull. Mm, mm, <laughs> it's one big pull that's been, you know, carved out. That that's that's when you when you fuse life and prosperity together. That's the source of it. And um, you know, the thing is, there's um, like Jesus came that we could have life. Yeah. And there's life in prosperity. Yeah. You know, and there's this death in in poverty. Yes. And, you know, how are we supposed to, like, reach people if the people themselves are broke? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the kids are crying because their stomach is, they're, they're hungry. Yeah. You know, they, they can't fall asleep. Yeah. They're cold. Hey, the family's going to be kicked out. How are they supposed to help other poor people? Andy, did Jesus come to earth to die for world economies? No. No, he didn't. Those are physical things. Yeah. The problem is with man. Yeah. Um, man has been authorized by God who has that authority on earth to run this thing. Yes. It all starts with us and what we have on the inside. Um, read Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse nine to us. And while you um, while you're finding that quickly, we just want to reiterate that is the wisdom of of God to sort out poverty is by sending Jesus. Now, Jesus has done a whole lot more, and we're just kind of breaking it down so that people can understand it uh, for study purposes. But you don't fix poverty uh, with money. No, because that's not the wisdom of God. That's the wisdom of the world. What does uh, Proverbs say, Andrew? Uh, there is a way that seems right. Exactly. Unto a man. Yeah. But what's it? The end of? It's the ways of death. Say that again. It's the ways of death. Oh, say that again. <laughs> it's the ways of death. It's the ways of death. So this is Second uh, Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9 mm -hmm. uh, from the King James. And it says, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that he through his poverty might be rich. You see, now God thought it was so important to make sure that you are rich. Yes. If that wasn't important, he wouldn't put it in the scriptures. No, definitely not. That ends the poverty cycle right there. Mm. That thing is dead. Well, it was dead. <laughs> it was actually <laughs> dead to begin. That's what it means, uh, mm. financial separation. 
uh, from God. You, you, you don't make it all the way. You, you have to bear the burden of mm. poverty. That's what people are really doing when Jesus has already borne it. Yes. But poverty has come to the end of its life cycle in your individual life when you made Jesus Christ your Lord. Mm. Because the death that was working in you is gone. And the life of Jesus that has entered into you is prosperity. You've been reconnected to life himself. Exactly. You've been reconnected to God. You've been reconnected to his abundance and his prosperity. You were born again rich. And all you have to do is just get the plan from him. Yeah, that's it. Because you've got a plan. Andrew, that's what I'd just love to touch on this. We're running short on time now again. But why, why is there wisdom in prosperity? Because the wisdom of God brings the balance. Yes. Now, um, for instance, we heard at one stage uh, there's, there's a shortage of IT engineers. Mm. Everyone went to go and study IT. Yes. Then they found out the market was swamped. Now kids have wasted three years of their life, mm. four years in some cases. Um, then, you know, someone said there's a, a shortage of engineers. Whew, everyone uh, swamped those courses and studied yeah. engineering. Now you've got, too ma- you've got too many engineering firms. And, you know, people think prosperity and poverty, it's a mystery and there's all these motivational speakers out there and, there's these books and so forth. They make it um, sort of like magical. Like, mm. why is this? Mm. You know, there's a mystery. No, there's no mystery. It's sim- It's simply death. It's simply separation. Mm. And you've got a lot of people knowing they're supposed to have money. And they know if they don't do something about it, yeah. they're going to be swallowed up, man. So they go and study and, you know, trying to do the best they can. But now, without... Disconnected from life himself, disconnected from the wisdom of God, there's no balance. Yeah. Because not everyone is called to be an IT engineer. No, definitely not. Not everyone's called to be an electrical engineer. Um, God needs someone to start up a new bank that's not going to rip people off. And I just want to throw this in here. Uh, when I was in primary school, uh, my math teacher, he was, he was very clever. Yeah. And he got a lot of awards. And he attended all these things, but he could not uh, get that information over to the kids. Mm. And we wouldn't understand what he's saying yeah. because I believe he wasn't called to be a teacher. Yeah, he, he struggled to convey that information to us. Lack of wisdom. Exactly. Uh, read that scripture in, in Proverbs that you spoke about the prosperity, wisdom and prosperity. Okay, so um, in Proverbs chapter 8... Uh, Proverbs is the book on wisdom, yeah. and uh, it's an awesome, awesome book. And uh, chapter 8, once again, like wisdom is speaking throughout this entire chapter. And uh, wisdom is is telling us, in a nutshell, like, seek her. Yeah. You know, and Jesus said said the same thing. He said, seek the kingdom. Yeah. You know, when you seek in the kingdom, you seek in wisdom. Yes. And um, there's this one verse that I want to read to you, verse 18. This is wisdom speaking. And it says, riches and honor are with me. Yeah, durable riches and righteousness. 
rich. Riches is with wisdom. Not poverty. No. You, that's what you said before we, yep. before we turn the mics on. <laughs> <laughs> you, that, that's, I like the way you said that. You said, not poverty is with wisdom. Yeah. Riches. Riches. Exactly. Um, in Proverbs chapter 4, it says, wisdom will promote you. And bring you to honor. That's to lift you up. Take you to the next level. Not push you down. And, you know, say, come on, man. Humble yourself before God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's, that's That's my point. The wisdom of God brings the balance. And imagine, just imagine, there were 300 people in a city. And all 300 people had to go before God and ask Him what they ought to do. The wisdom of God is so keen and so eager. I mean, it cries in the street for people. It's got riches. Yeah. They'd tell Him what to do. Exactly. That would affect the economy of their whole city. Of course. Big time. There would be the right politicians. Oh, yeah. You'd have the right businesses exactly in the right locations, and it would be bringing out a whole lot of money. You'd have more money coming into that city than going out. And you know, like God put put that special grace on each and every person. Yeah. And when you're doing that grace, it's just going to come naturally. You're actually going to enjoy it. Yeah. Instead of like waking up and just you know you're in a bad mood, you don't want to go to work. You hate your work. Yeah. You know, you do as little as possible. Versus getting into the will of God, where you just naturally grace to do it, you enjoy it. You know, in the in the Old Testament, in our in our first podcast, in the wisdom of prosperity, there's that scripture, and he said, "This is God talking. There should be no poor among you. Mm, mm. You don't have an excuse. Yeah, there should be no poor among you. Mm. Now, um, that was under the Old Covenant. That is." absolutely true in the new testament now exactly because everyone's made rich yeah everyone you are born again rich yeah but brother trevor you're saying that my my car can barely start man i i gotta pray and lay hands on it before i go to the shop you know (laughs) (laughs) um that's that's not god's fault Mm. you haven't received it and we'll get into that into the next broadcast. We are absolutely out of time. I've got okay. to end this thing. Um, but I, I really hope that you guys enjoyed and thank you for listening. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you like what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to start a gospel newspaper? All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow on our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. There, you'll find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you're inside of South Africa, use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from the Google Play Store or iTunes. If you're outside of South Africa, you can use our option of give and gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support.
If you have enjoyed today's Daily With Us podcast, feel free to let us know by either using our Facebook profile, Trevor Van Peeren Ministries, or by email to newsdesk at thedailywitness.co.za. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.